Love this intro, man. You know, hello, hello, hello. This is Mary at Mary Unapologetic. We're here for another awesome episode of my podcast. Folks, I feel optimistic of the future with a renewed hope. And that's why we're talking about business today. As a matter of fact, I'll say business originality leads to more business success. And I just want to remind you folks that um, my podcast is not just about motherhood, but it's also about business too. And why is that? Because I am a mother, but I also have a few businesses out there that I have with my husband. So I figured I will be sharing my experiences with you guys, as well as my knowledge, as far as business and maybe I can help somebody out there, whether it's about motherhood, whether it's about, you know, certain important topic, whether it's something about business. Okay, folks, so let's start this episode. And my guest today is James Giles. He is actually uh, in our PDR industry, and I just recently met him this year, but he made such a lasting impression on me when we went to Scion, which is in Utah, that I'm like, hmm, I would like to know more about James and bring him on my podcast. And that's why you're here, James. So why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, everyone. I'm James Giles. Uh, I own Dent Ninja in Portland, Oregon, and I'm excited to be here with you, Mary, and, and talk and uh, and just get to real conversations. Okay. So when I mentioned earlier that you made a lasting impression, um, I don't know if you remember when we did that hike. Remember? I do remember the hike. <laughs> I do remember that hike. I mean... That hike, I swear, it's like, hmm, who is this kid? You know, I mean, I'm not saying you're a kid, actually, you know, but I'm, I'm older than you. So I'm like, hmm, somebody who's younger than me has more knowledge or wisdom. <laughs> so, so we were taking the hike and I was like, do I really want to do this right now? I'm not in the, you know, like a right state of mind, but I'm like, I guess I'm going to be a team player and I'll see how far I'm going to go with this. But then you come back all the way at the end of the line, because we were kind of like, what, in line, right? Because it was like a trail. Yeah. It was like a it narrow like trail. A trail. Yeah. Yeah. So you're like, hey, Mary, and you're all, you know, cheerful and, you know, just bubbly. Hey, Mary, come on, you can do this. So tell me, what were you thinking? I mean, I was like, wow, he's trying to motivate me. Good for him. You know, I mean, good for me, too. I appreciate that. But that's just like, uh, tell me. The you know, <laughs> you know, what, Mary, it's it's so cool when you can just like vote with the when you can see somebody that needs that, just that extra love and, and just go, okay, let's, let's do whatever we're doing. We're going to get it done. Mm -hmm. um, because I know you would do it for me. You would, you would have, if we, if the roles were reversed and I was down and, and didn't want to really do that, you would have been jumping on me and saying, come on, James, let's go. Let's get this done. So, so I, so, so oh, my yeah. question is, what gave it away that you know that I'm like, okay, uh, Mary's not 110% here. So what gave you that, you know, that impression? Um, so I do a habit finder class um, that focuses solely on trying to figure out people's wow. um, internal dialect. James, 
Seriously, I I don't know, folks, seriously, I don't know anything about James, but I knew when he behaved this way, there's something about him. That's why I said, you made a lasting impression on me. And then when you're telling me that you are taking this class, so probably to read people's behavior, right? It, so, you know what? The last year we did the, uh, the mastermind group with uh, your husband, yeah. and John, and uh-huh. then I did uh, my habit finder class, mm-hmm. which is learning um, people's thoughts and why they do stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so the last year I've actually spent the whole year trying to relearn not just like my thoughts, but other people's thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like selling... Like, say, say you want to sell somebody a, a product. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I'm on the no, right hold, track hold with you. Hold on. I'm on the right track with you because you know what? You and I are, like, thinking the same. In order for you to be a good salesman, you have to know your audience. And you have to know how they're thinking. Correct? Well, yes. And you're going to okay. – are you ready to laugh about this one? You're, you're going to laugh about this. One. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. So <laughs> – so let's say you you um you want a smoothie, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I could sell you on the smoothie. I could sell you how the smoothie tastes. I could sell you how uh, you, you can see the smoothie, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like, I want a smoothie or, or coffee or milkshake or whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. So I want to sell you on the smoothie. I don't want to sell you on the blender. You don't care what the blender, how the blender works. <laughs> You don't care. I think I know what, where you're going with this. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, you know, you, you don't care how the, the blender, like how fast it goes, how it has some titanium yes. blade. You just want the smoothie. Yes. I need to help you get the smoothie, not the blender. Exactly. Okay. So, so uh, go ahead. Yeah, uh, so the last year, um, yeah, I, I took a, a class on learning, um, learning people's habits and learning, trying to, to, to internally not not feel what they're feeling but sense like sense their emotions sense their their zen almost uh-huh. um and i, I don't want to say zen because it just sounds too fluffy and i'm not really a fluffy <laughs> kind of a guy <laughs> i can tell you're not a fluffy i mean you can there's that inner lion in you you know what yeah, I mean? there is. <laughs> that when you you know it's the, the thing about people that looks nice i mean you know the one that looks you know they're really nice and cool they yeah. just don't know that w- those type of people are the ones that can like, you know, go crazy or, or you know, like a lion when they get pissed off. You know what I mean? <laughs> they do. And, and, you know, if, if you get so hyped up about like the fluff of something, um, when it all goes away, what are you left with? I, I want to be left with something that's great and memorable. And, and, and like, I, can, can I share what are like my personal things with you, Mary? Uh, sure. Okay. So one of my like biggest meaningful things in life is that when I die, uh-huh. I don't want people to remember me for, for having a business. I don't want them to remember me for being nice. I, I want them to remember me for changing their lives and adding value to their life. Now, let me ask you, James, something, okay? Folks, yeah. I'm serious. We never talked about I me. Mean, this is the what? I think this is the second time I'm talking to you, right, James? Because the first time was at the mastermind retreat that we did in Sinai. Yeah. And this is the second time that I'm actually having a conversation with you. Right. Right. Okay. So have you been listening to my other episodes of my podcast? So tell I the will, truth. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll put, hop them on. 
and I'll get about 10 minutes in, and then I usually get carried away. I have about 100 podcasts that I'm listening to. Okay. So I try. Okay. I, I do try. You know um, why I ask you that question? Yeah. Why? I don't know. Actually, I don't know. <laughs> You haven't, yeah, so. you, you haven't mastered a Yoda wisdom yet. Just I kidding. have not. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, the reason why I ask you that question is because it seems like where you're leading with this story that you're talking about as far as your legacy is something that I have talked about several times in different episodes of, of my podcast. Oh, that is. A, well, I think it's some, it's human nature. Okay. I, I definitely. Oh. So I was going to say, as I want to have a lasting legacy where people go, man, that guy changed my life, man, that guy exactly. helped my life. And the the sucky thing about that, Mary, uh-huh. is is I can think that I'm helping your life in one way, uh-huh. and it could be something else because I I'm not you. See, no, no, see, that's the thing. Life is about that, James. That. You think that, hey, I want to help this person for this purpose because I kind of sense that person needs my help on this area or whether it's an advice or something. But then it might turn into something else, right? That's what's the beauty about life. You know what I mean? It always turns into something else. It's always like what you don't think it's going to be. Exactly. Exactly. So you know why I brought you in too is because I told you I sense that you have this gift or this you know, ability to read people. And that's actually very important in business. I don't know if you know that yet or if you have figured that out yet. It, it is, it's probably, and I think, you know, and, and we talked about this before is like every, you know, the most um, personable thing you can do is having a sales, is, is selling something or having that transaction. Uh-huh. It's a very intimate moment. Uh-huh. Um, now granted, you know, you go to Starbucks and you, you get your cup of coffee and, mm-hmm. it, it, and it doesn't seem very intimate, but it is because mm-hmm. you're still having a transaction. You're still giving them money. They're giving you a service or a good or, or commodity, whatever it is that day. And I think I actually believe that transactions are one of the most intimate things that you can do with somebody. Well, dealing with anyone other than yourself is a transaction. You know, yep. it's a relationship that you build with that person, whether it's, you know, whether it's with my kids or my husband or other people like you, you know what I'm saying? That's like, a, you know, it's like a relationship. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes. I, I 100% agree with you on that. Yeah. This episode is about business originality. Now in business, you have to be, you know, you have to be authentic and you have to be original with what you do. So that way you can set yourself apart from, I mean, your competition player. You have a competitive edge compared to them. So you got to figure out what your business originality is. I 100% agree with you. Uh-huh. It's, and sometimes your, your business-ness is, it, it could be anything. It could be just being the guy that always shows up. It could be the guy smiling. Your business, like that-ness that's you, mm-hmm. it, it could be anything. Mm-hmm. Um, And, you know, it's funny you say that as I see businesses that do the same thing and they have different managers or different owners and they do the exact same service, but how they're treat, how they, how their customers come into them is so different. Uh Um, Oh, you, you, you rocked my mind on this one. No, because there is, there's so much, there's so much 
uniqueness to every business. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Okay. And this is what's going to blow your mind away too. The only reason why I'm saying this, James, is because when I was actually in college, okay, well, I was going to major in nursing. Well, I did nursing, but okay. then I changed my, my, you know, I shift my major to business because I'm like, shit, I don't want to be in the healthcare field anymore. It's such a, it's mentally draining and physically. I'm a problem solver, but I can't fix people's problem when they're really sick and they're, you know, at the end of their lives. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. I, and I, and I, you know, I feel like I have to put my energy into something where it's going to make a difference, you know? So that's no. why I focus on, okay, what else can I do there? Oh, I know I'm good at business. I mean, you know, since I was a little girl, I've been exposed to business. We, we used to have a restaurant and obviously I saw my mom. I learned a lot from my mom, you know, from her mistakes, by the way. I learned how yeah. she handled the restaurant and it went bankrupt. And then I, from then on, at a young age, I was picking my brain. I'm like, my, if my mom could have done it this way or if she should have, you know, treated people like this or if she, you know, it's like what could have been, should have been, would have been. The result wouldn't be as bad, right? So when I went and got yeah. into business, there's other stuff that I found out, you know, we don't want to be off track, but I'm, you know, there's a lesson in this story is that when I was sitting in my classes and then, you know, like prerequisite and what I need to graduate, they said, you need to have psychology, you need to have business law, you, ha you, ha you need to have human behavior. And I'm like, what okay. does this got to do with business, <laughs> right? For someone right. starting college, you're like thinking sociology, I'm not going into like social service. You know, I'm not going to go into social service. Why do I need sociology? Why do I need law? But then you know what? It all ties in after I'm like almost done with my uh, studies because you need business law when you're dealing with, you, you know, business or transaction. Yeah. You need to have yeah. that knowledge. And not only that, when you go out of the country, you know, like international business, you need, have to know some form of business law internationally. You know what I mean? International business law, right? Oh, yeah. And then sociology. Why do you need sociology? Well, because you know what? You have to know different cultures. My cultures in California is probably different than in Oregon. So if you're dealing oh, yeah. with business, you have to know this stuff, right? And, and the same thing when, if I want to take this to, you know, other countries, if I want to deal with, you know, international business, I have to know the cultures there. Even even like city to city, they have different cultures, correct? So you have to know how to behave appropriately, right? Oh, yeah. So 100%. Exactly. And then human behavior. You're always dealing with people, whether it's your family or somebody or, your, you know, your customers. You're dealing with people's behavior, different we, different personalities. Every day. And we don't, you know, Mary, as, as us as like business owners, we don't know, you know, we could deal with somebody one day. They could be phenomenal, amazing, and the next day they're the worst customer ever, or or, or vice versa. I, I don't know how many customers I've had over the years that are are they leave you this this angry taste in your mouth, and then the next time you see them, they're the happiest people in the world, and you're just like, what the hell's it, going it, on? It, yeah, you you sit there and you go, is it me? Did I did I do something wrong? What, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh. So anyways, all this stuff I have to learn. Yeah. These are the stuff that we need to know to be able to 
thrive every day dealing with people. You know what I mean? And and the other stuff you have to know when you have a business. Yeah. You know, you know it's, what I mean? So just interactions. Yeah. So so my point is is that the reason why I was like talking about and and going back to business originality, okay? The reason why yeah. I wanted to uh, talk about business originality because some business owners or people who wants to have their own business, they just don't realize how much business originality has something to do with a business success. They just don't. They, you know, the way, you know, some people, I mean, cause I see it, I see it on people. They're like, they, they like an idea or they like a business. They want to copy it, but you don't want to copy it. That's the worst thing you can do. You can probably copy the model of how they conduct their business. Right. But you don't want to yeah. copy it to a point where, you know, I, you know, your, you know, your target audience or other people out there, you know, as far as customers will recognize that, Hey, this is so much alike than the other business that I saw at so-and-so and so, you know, you can't differentiate the company ABC with company, you know, DEF. So, and now, go ahead. And you don't want to, well, I, I mean, I, I get it. Like copying is the greatest form of flattering. You can. Why? Well, and, and you can, you can get an idea, but I I agree with you that it's got to be unique and it's got to be different. And you got to, because, because Mike, like, like, I just think about like your husband's business uh-huh. and my business. Uh-huh. We do, we offer the same service. Uh-huh. Right? Uh-huh. We have wildly different customer base. Okay. They're still in the same demographic. You know, they could be a car lot or uh-huh. a retail customer or a body shop. Uh-huh. But the customers that are attracted to me are not the customers that would go to, to your husband. And there's nothing wrong with that. Uh-huh. But we have a different uniqueness. And and I agree with you, especially having a service business. Uh-huh. There's a uniqueness that has to be to be different. And and it's funny that you bring up the restaurant because my grandparents had a restaurant when I was a little boy. Really? And I remember I remember hanging out at it. Yeah. Uh, my my stepdad had a Chinese restaurant, and I remember Chinese. Yeah, <laughs> do you have like my, a, a Chinese ancestor? Or... So so my stepdad's Chinese, and he married my mom when uh-huh. I was three. So I remember running around this little Chinese restaurant. <laughs> that, is a a that is a good story. That is a good story. Okay, go ahead. Uh, sorry, uh, but yes, business uniqueness because we don't know. Um, we don't know where our customers are coming from, and we it, it can be as simple as saying hi to somebody and truly caring about somebody's day that can generate thousands of revenue for you. Mm-hmm. Well, um, well, where I'm coming from on yeah. this, this you know, this you know, from my angle, this is how I look at it. If you are not unique, then you're not setting yourself apart from your competition. You're not. You don't have the edge. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so, yes. Don't. So, yes, you can get an idea that, hey, I want to open up so-and-so. Like, okay, I'm going to give you an example. In our niche, okay, it's okay. a small niche of business that we do compared to business, you know, uh, dealing that we do nationwide. Yeah. Our right. niche is very small compared to the business world out there, correct? Oh, it, it's it's tiny exactly it, it's, it's not even a like it's not even a blimp okay exactly so if in our niche let's say 
people are copying each other or, or, you know, um, well, how should I say it? Let's say, let's say I, you know, you have a business and I copied you and then we're serving this small niche. What do you think happens? I think we, we kind of alienate our customers. I think we, uh, it, it gets just mucky. It gets, it gets really, really catty and bad. And then, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you, and when you're doing business, you don't want drama. That's what it uh-uh. is. You want, you no. want, you, you know what I'm saying? You want to lift each other up. That's why yep. it's ha- it has to be unique in your own rights. Like, you know, me and Mike, when we started the business, you know, he had this idea of, how he's going to do the business. And I said, no, 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 no. We're not going to do it this, that way. We can, we have to meet halfway. He even yeah. have a, he even suggested, Hey, cause you know, we used to go to um, a lot of car show back in the old days. We, cause yeah. we love cars. You know, we both love right. cars, you know, like I, you know, what you, you know, when Mike and I have the idea of how we should run our business, he said, why don't we hire those, you know, car models? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The one that wear those skimpy outfits. <laughs> I do. I do. He said, why don't we hire those models and, you know, take photo shoots? And it's like, you know, how many men out there, you know what I mean, would pay attention to that? And I said, I don't know if I want to go that route, because if I want to conduct my business the right way, I want to conduct my business where it would leave a lasting impression on people that we do it straight. You know what I mean? We do it with respect to all people. You know what I mean? I'm not yeah. saying those women's are, you know, I'm not saying that, but I don't want to exploit that. Well, yeah. And you're going to exploit that market and it, and then you get those customers too, that are in that market. And I know I don't want those customers. Yes. I want to be respectable. You know, I want to run the business, you know, that is respectable. Correct. Yeah. I, I gotta, I kind of agree with you on that one. And I, I get where Mike comes from on that one. I, mm-hmm. I could definitely see, like, because it sounds like a great idea. It sounds like a... It, yeah, it, it, it is. You know, I mean, other people but, have done it. You know, other businesses have done it. It's just that I just don't want to... But they don't last, though. Exactly. It's not sustainable. I don't want to put that impression on people that wear that kind of business. You know what I mean? Uh-uh. No. And it's... Yeah. And, and those aren't the... They're, you know, you think about, okay, there's... We're already in a niche business, mm-hmm. and then you're going to go after a niche client. Mm-hmm. Well, how many clients are you going to get out of that niche business? Like you're, you break it down so much that at the end of the day, you don't, you're not selling to anybody mm-hmm. or one customer, two customers. Yeah, uh, I, you know, my my ideal client is the one that they want to get service from by me. Yeah, they want to get taken care of. They want, they want the smoothie. They don't care about how the blender works. <laughs> You're funny, James. You're funny. So, so anyway, so anyways, so so these are the stuff that we had to determine. You know, we have to fine tune yeah. how we want the, our business to run and what we want for our business. And so, we laid out our plan as far as business plan. And then I said, this is the the you know impression I want to give people or the public. So that way yeah. they will be attracted to us. Right. And right. so, um, so that's what we did and it did beautiful. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we're, we've been doing this for 20 years and I think we're just getting stronger and, you know, our names, like the most, um, mentioned name out there, you know? So, yeah. yeah. So for me, 
business originality, when you're starting a business or you already have a business, you know, you can always regroup and think of a good idea, right? It's important to have that you have a business originality because in order for you to be effective as well, you know, in your industry, as far as leadership, you have to show that this is you and it's totally different than the other ones out there. Oh yeah. No, and it is. It, I, 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 I can't, I can't just like, I agree with you a hundred so much on that. And it's, um, yeah, it's, it's a necessary stepping stone for innovation. You know what yeah. I mean? Efficiency and also um, growth. Yeah. When you have the edge compared to your competition, you're, uh, you're ahead of everybody. You know what I'm saying? You, and you don't even, I, I, I know, I, I would only assume like in your guys' market, you feel like you don't have a competitor. And you have oh, a competitor. we have a lot of competition here. Yes, but you probably do. don't feel like you have competition because like, you have so such a strong campaign, marketing, culture, videos, marketing around your business. You, you can't think like that, though. The way you should be thinking is, how can I make this better? How can I take it to another level? It's almost like, I'm going to give you an example. It's almost like uh, the movie Star Wars. Remember when Star Wars came out? Wouldn't yeah. you think that's ahead of its time? Even oh, now, yeah. even now, it's like, wow, they made movies like this. It's so much like it's like 10, 20 years ahead. You know what I mean? At that time when they first created uh, the movie. But mm -hmm. then now, even now you watch it. It's like, wow, all the stuff that they have as far as even the costumes and the characters. It's so way ahead of time. Wouldn't oh, yeah. yeah. So, so. So wait, so. So you kind of cut me off, but I Sorry. was going to say is like, is, <laughs> is your business, you, you fight yourself. You're like, you, you have an internal struggle fighting your business to create it better and better and better that your competitors are just kind of there. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I, I, I know with my business, you know, they say, oh, I'm going to get a quote. Okay. That that's fine because I know my brand's better. I know my business is stronger. Mm-hmm. I don't stress those things. No, you shouldn't. And and the thing is that, I mean, you have to figure out how you can lock in the sales. You have to, yeah. for each customer is different. This is it, where the human behavior comes in, you know, analyzing your customers. And that has been so key because there are certain customers that you have to say, hey, we're going to do this now and that's it. And there's other customers that you say, Go shop around. I'm going to be here for you as soon as you're ready. And you'll still get the same sale. Uh -huh. But you have to read those customers. Read Because we're in the people business. Yes. At the end of the day, yes. we are in a people business. You are right about that 110%. Because for each customer comes with different personality. You have to read each one of them when, you know, as you talk to them, right? Yeah. Whether it's and, via text or, you know, you're talking to them on the phone. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's so, I, I never like we fix cars or we're, you know, we're in the automotive industry, but I never knew how much of a people business it truly was. <laughs> when did you, when did, when did you find that out? <laughs> I think about four years ago uh -huh. and, and I would have, you know, like I remember I, I had a customer that she, she was eight months pregnant. Oh my goodness. Okay. She had this, just nasty dent on her fender of her car 
And I told her, I'm like, I, I'm not going to make it look perfect. I can't. It's, it's too bad. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I, she's like, well, could you make it look better? Cause we're going to have the baby any day. And I just don't want my friends to come over and see my car. So I sat out there, Mary, for three or four hours and worked <laughs> on this fender until it was as, as good as I could get it. Uh-huh. Was she because, happy? Oh, she was through the moon. She was through the go. moon ecstatic. Okay. She's like, when this baby gets here, she's like, I can't have a rental car. I can't not have my vehicle because, you know, her priority was the baby, you know, having a baby. And she just wanted her house to look good. Uh-huh. She wanted her friends to come over and, uh-huh. and have this appearance because the new baby. And it it just boggled my mind because here was this lady, eight months pregnant. Uh-huh. I'm fixing her den on her car, which, you know, and, and to her, I solved her problem because she wasn't away from her car. Yes. She was probably, so, that pregnant woman is probably like me because I was like that. I'm like, shocks i gotta prepare all this stuff before the baby arrives you know and mike at yep. the, mike at the time we were building up our business he was always uh, away you know doing the mobile service doing dance and yeah there are times that you know i'm like okay i'll answer the phone and the stuff that i like about um talking to people because my actually my first job customer service okay and and you know what i don't know if you've heard of a company it's called kmart Back in the old days. Kmart. And my first job was I was a cashier at Kmart. And that job, I'm telling you, I mean, at the time you're like, this is not really a respectable job, you know, because you're making minimum wage and you're just like, you know, hey, you're just like scanning all this merchandise, you know. So it's like, I want to be a supervisor. No, but you got to start somewhere, right? Well, it taught me a lot. It taught me how to deal with people. It taught me how to handle situations that are really hard. You know what I mean? So, um, and and when they trained us, because I don't know if they do it anymore like this way, you know, because I haven't been um, working for someone in so many years, but back in the old days, they trained me, I think, what? a week, two weeks, how to deal with customer, you know, as far as customer service and how to deal with irate customers, you know what I mean? And, and, and how to talk to them, you know? And so that helped me a lot with my business. And, and it's not just that, you know, when I used to, um, I even work uh, as a, um, what do you call this executive assistant or a receptionist? I, I tried so many jobs out there before I met Mike. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and, and seriously, it's, it's a good thing because it made me who, of who I am today, you know, with all these experiences, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, it's almost like I'm well-rounded. I see things in slow motion where people cannot solve their problem because they're not seeing it in slow motion. I, I, you know what? It's funny you say that because I, I do. I know exactly what you mean on that one. Uh, almost too well. I feel like I know that one. I see that because we do, you know, it's always easier to see it in somebody else's eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, can I, can I cut you off for a second, Mary? Sure, sure. Go ahead. So I always kind of wonder, and, um, you know, like I, I can't ask Michelle, you know, I could ask Michelle, but. You know, she's she's my significant other. You know, we're um, we're engaged. Uh-huh. You know, we're going to get married in February. But I always wonder what it's like 
for like um, the si- significant others or the spouses when you know like we're we're out being a mobile mechanic or mobile dent guys we're, we're building a business i always wonder what the inside and out looks like you know because because i i think i see it from her side but i don't so like i always i think that would be such a cool what, topic to do what is like, a, what is her um we should probably do this on another topic yeah but what is yeah. her what is her um concern as far as when you because she's doing the business with you is she not or does she have her own job she helps me with it um but then you know she has the kids too how many kids do you guys have we we have uh we have mine hers and ours so you have about three we got three okay and we have two of them 99 percent of the time okay so um but i like i because just like hearing you you talk mary i i i sit there and go Man, I wonder what it was like for you when you were, you know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, raising the kids. I, I, we're going to do another podcast on that because okay. I will give you insight that will help you and your significant others how to handle business with kids and how to work well with each other, how to work together yeah. and be, be productive. Because I'm the type of person, luckily Mike is the same way, you know, but I mean, obviously <laughs> we didn't start this way, but I'm, it's for me though, I'm the type of person that I feel like I have to be productive and I have to be getting something done or a lot of done every day. Because yeah. if I don't, then I feel like I wasted a day away. You know okay. what I mean? So every day, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So every day, I'm like, you know, I mean, even especially when I used to work at the hospital, you know, I mean, I was like thinking, okay, I'm coming home now. I need to decompress, and so that way I need to relax. But then I'm like on my bed thinking, okay, how do I manage my time wisely for tomorrow so I'm not behind? Because yeah. you know, there's all this stuff can happen or rise in the middle of you trying to do patient cares or do something and you think you're, you know, you think you're ahead, but then something will come up that will like set you back, you know, yeah. set you back behind with, you know, with your time management. So these are the stuff that, yeah, I can help you. We're going to do another um, topic on this and I'll give you insights, but um, yeah, I think that would be fun to do. Yes. So, and I do, and the, and the, and actually the reason why I created this podcast like 2016, because I knew that there's a, you know, like a need for something like this. You know, I mean, not a lot of people have figured out, hey, how do I deal with life, right? <laughs> how do I deal with, you know, kids and business and husband? Yeah. Or how do I even fix my problem with communication with my significant others, correct? Oh, gosh. there And, and the more real and raw you can be, Mary, the better it is. Well, I'm always real because here's the thing. I always try to just put out what's good out there. And if you don't like that, then you're not the kind of uh, people I want to hang out with anyway, or, or, you know what I mean? So you just, unless I'm doing something bad, that's a different story, but I don't do that. My husband doesn't do that either. And if he does, Ooh, he gets a whooping. (laughs) 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 No, my kids are the same way. (laughs) Oh, I love you. You are so great. My kids are the same way. Do you know, by the way, my kids, my, my oldest one, he wants to go to the Olympics. And this is why I had to stop my podcast in 2016, because I had to support that. And I told him, you can be anybody you want. And you know yeah. what? And I've been telling my kids, they need to be successful in their own rights. 
It's like an old American thinking, you know. Yes, if your father's successful with money or your parents, don't rely on that. You need to be your own rights. So, you know, it's like me and Mike, you know, he, he does his thing, I do my thing. And then at the end of the day, we do our business for the family. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, oh, yeah. So that's what, that's the best thing you can teach your kids. So that way they're not lazy. They're, you know, know. you know what I'm saying? I know. And it is, it's a hard balance because like my, my little one, I love the, you know, because I'm, I'm older now with him. So it's a different, when I had my youngest or my oldest, mm-hmm. I was 20, Mary. Mm-hmm. So I was worried about putting diapers on him. I was worried about <laughs> just, it, 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 it is and there's seriousness to this. Like I, I was worried about like feeding him to have diapers. You know, and with the my my youngest son, it's let's take him to go see Santa. Let's let's have these memories, and he gets spoiled. And I'm like, no, I can't spoil him. I can't spoil him uh-huh. because you know the business has evolved. I've evolved. Finances have have evolved, so I can and I want to, but I can't because you're you're right. I don't want him to be lazy. I want him to have a good work ethic i want him to be a strong leader and and Uh a world changer exactly so going back to this um business originality one of the stuff that i like about what you did was you did it right and and that's why i'm like this little well i can say this you know no no it's okay go for it no i said (laughs) you know because because i look at you as like the younger generation you know because i'm way older than you so i'm like but it's a compliment, actually, James, because yeah. if you have figured it out at your, you know, in your age, what other people in my age haven't figured out yet, then, oh, my gosh, you're, you're way ahead. You know what I'm saying? You're way ahead in the game. So right. you have figured out how to do it right the first time, your website, even the name Dent Ninja. I freaking love that name because I love ninjas for one thing. And I was like, okay, that's like, you know, it's just so catchy. Then ninja. Okay. I'm pretty sure there's a story behind this. Can you tell me real quick? What's the story behind this? So so I was, I was at my, uh, so I actually got into this business because of watching your husband's videos on YouTube. No, really? Yes. That's, that's how I got into it. I used to, I, I would I would watch his videos. I was even telling him this. I think I told him the story. I, I bought a dent light from him, like uh-huh. one of the original ones he made uh-huh, uh-huh. 10 years ago or something. Yeah. Um, but I was at my school um, and I went to a trade school. And it, and actually, I would like to have this topic one day. Like, so Jordan was with your husband for a month uh-huh. and his training versus my training. I look at that kid. And I say kid because he's 15 years younger than me. Uh-huh. And I go, man, he did something right. He's going to do something right. He, uh-huh. He's going to have his business right. Uh-huh. Um, but I remember being in my class and and he was like, he said something about like, you just sneak up like a ninja. And you just like sneak up like a little ninja <laughs> and fix it in. And so this I is was, what... no, no, who said no, this? This, is a, this was a different instructor. Okay. I went to a different. Oh, okay. Um, Okay. And and if I would have known better now though, man, I would have been I would have been pushing down your husband's doors to work for him or have him train me. But that's a different conversation. Uh-huh. Um and he said it's just gotta be like a little ninja and you just sneak up on it. And I was like, Ninja and I was like, Dent ninja and I was like, Huh. 
So it became Dent Ninja. And then, but I, I called, I remembered my, um, I remembered I called my oldest son and I was in California. He was in Oregon. I bought him a little iPod so I could FaceTime mm-hmm. him while I was gone. Mm-hmm. And I FaceTime him. I'm like, what do you think about Dent Ninja? And he's like, dad, I love that name. And so it was Dent Ninja ever since he said, dad, I love that name. I love um, that name too. You know why? Why is that? Because I'm, I have a thing about karate, karate or ninja stuff. You know, I like, yeah. I like stuff that are like, um, you know, like it's got a story behind it, you know, like a history, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah like the Japanese ninjas. Actually, my, uh, my son, these are the stuff that he likes too, you know, and, and we love history. That's what it is. It's like my son, he's so good at history. I love yeah. the Dent Ninja name. I thought it's like so original. Yeah. And, yeah. and you can always, it's like a, you know, it's a conversation piece, don't you think? It is it's, a conversation piece. It's, it's like, you know, people we like, and, and, and it's not just like targeting the niche, the little niche that we have. It could be like, you can, you know, other people can probably relate to it. Anyone who loves oh. karate or ninjas, right? You would be amazed at how many times I get people that ask, oh, I love your logo. Oh, I love your sticker. What do you do? <laughs> They have no idea what I do, but they see my logo. So they, oh, well, what, was, what is that? Tell me about it. What do you do for work? What, what is this? Um, I get more work from people not knowing what it is, and they see my logo or my name than anything else. You know, that's the same thing with us because it's dent time. Actually, mm-hmm. people thought that we are in a de- uh, dentist. And I said, no, we're dent time. So it's a conversation piece. You know what it I'm is. saying? Even the logo, when we created the logo. So once, you know, once Mike and I figured out and then I said, hey, since this is time, why can't we just do a clock? Yep. But anyways, going back to you. Okay. So okay. the website, I saw the website. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, 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 like I said, you did everything right because I'm like, okay, Dent Ninja, that's very, very original. It's very, like I said, it's like, hmm, it, it raises people's curiosity. So, hmm. Yeah. So now it made me check your website. So yep. I'm like, shoot, this looks familiar to me. Mm-hmm. It looks like a work that Mike, you know, Mike did, you know what I mean? Stuff, stuff that we do, you know, because yeah. I know my husband's work. This is where yeah. the originality comes in that my husband or us, we have certain ways of doing things because it's our authenticity. It's our yeah art you know artistic way of doing things yeah. right it's almost like an art i took a lot of art class in actually in high school because i was trying to avoid math and science you know what i'm saying i was trying to avoid I that do. i took so many history classes even art history and oh, oceanography man. and but anyways it's like art okay you know those yeah. artists like the monet versus van gogh they have their own unique way of doing their art. So when you yeah. see the arts out there, you can tell which one is a Van Gogh, which one is Monet. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So oh, yeah. in, in, in being or doing your business the way you do is, you know, as far as business originality, it has that identity. It has that like, you know, oh, okay, that's Mike's work. Oh, that's Mary's work. Oh, that's... James work. You know what I'm saying? Yep. You can tell yeah. the difference. So oh, when, yeah. you know, cause Mike and I, we talk about a lot about our business, but then there's certain things oh. that 
when I'm busy, I'm like, I just, you know, he does stuff. And then, so when I went to your website, I'm like, this looks familiar to me. You know, I started seeing how organized even your pictures, you know, and I was like, wow, you know, this guy knows how to do it right. That's what's going to set you apart from your competition in your area. You know what I mean? It does, because I, I know that I, you know, and, and, and being a business owner too, some, some of the originality is hiring the right people. Mm-hmm. working with the right people mm-hmm. um because i know when i have can i do a shameless plug for you go okay. ahead uh, <laughs> I, I you know i i have my website with mike and mary they do all, all of that they do my seo for me they they take care of that stuff um because me as a business owner i need to worry about selling my my service and my product where you guys just I don't want to say cut and paste because that's not the right wordage. Mm-hmm. It's you having me fill out a form, go through all the stuff of how I want it to look like, how I want it to be for me, my business, and set it up for me. And I can focus on my business instead of focusing on my website. But when my customers look at my website, they go, oh, wow, this guy's the real deal. Wow. There's, you know, he, he puts, he, I invest in my business mm-hmm. way more than and, and Mary, mm-hmm. I know you see this with your competitors. You know, if a guy has a couple letters on his truck and the guy next to him has his truck wrapped, mm-hmm. you're probably going to call the guy that has his truck wrapped. Mm-hmm. That's right? the first, that's the first thing we did in our, um, in, on our cars when we started the business, Yep. we drove around um, cause we were, you know, our service was mobile. It's like free yep. advertising when you wrap your car and drive around Ooh. everywhere. Yeah. And I've, I've noticed, you know, I, I have people say, Oh, I only spent a couple hundred bucks on my rep. I, I spent a lot more on my rep, but my return on an investment mm-hmm. is way higher. It came back. Oh, tenfold. Without even, and even with my website, you know, my investment on that, it has come back tenfold, if not more. Yeah. Yeah. You, well, you know, Mike, Mike always say you got to spend the money to get, you know, to make money. And that's oh, how, yeah. that's how he always like sold stuff to me. You know what I mean? But I'm like, okay, okay. Oh. I'm like, I, you I know, know, yeah. But you know, the, the, other, the other thing that I like about you too is like, James, you, your website, you put your own unique, um, even though we created the website for you, you put your own unique fingerprint on it. You know, remember right. I told you about like each artist, they have their own fingerprint on the kind of work that, you know, the kind of art they put out there. Yeah. And you, 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 you did yours. And do you know what it is? Cause I can tell you what it is. Uh, you know what? I would love for you to tell me because what I have in my head is probably not what you're <laughs> Okay. Say. Tell me if it's right. You put okay. EDR ninjas are detail oriented and precise, leaving no trace like a ninja. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? I do. I know exactly what you're talking about. So that's so your own funny. uniqueness and originality. It's funny you say that because I think of that video that I did with your husband. And, and I think of that as my unique piece because nobody else has a, nobody else has a video. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's, it's, it, it, and that is so great because like what I thought in my head was something that you had. Say it. I'm sorry. You got cut off. Okay. Okay. So like, uh, like what I thought it was, was wildly different than what you thought it was. Oh, but so this, I see, this is it. like, uh, uh, 
see, that's why I'm saying this is why we are all unique in our own ways. Because what I will notice, it's what you would not notice. But we, it's yeah. almost like the same thing, right? It's like, right. it's all relative. So, but that's it what I'm saying. Relative. That's what I'm saying. When I was going through it, I was like, oh, I like that. He put his own authenticity there because it says PDR ninjas are detail oriented, but you are detail oriented and you're precise at what you do. You know what I mean? Very precise. So yes. if I'm a customer and I'm looking for stuff, what sets you apart from another website that's probably as good? Let's just say there's two, two awesome websites out there. How do I okay. differentiate you from them? Well, because of this, you sold me on this. You're, you know, you're talking to me because business originality is also about knowing your customers or the people that you serve and, yeah. and, and, and then, and then not only that is that if you're, if you're authentic as far as your business and you didn't copy anyone, then you are going to attract more customers out there or more people that think the same. And in business, oh, yeah. in business world, there's a lot of professionals out there that knows this stuff. That's why me, I never want to copy anyone, even like plagiarism, you know, like even like wordings, because once you do that, you ruin your reputation, you know? Oh, yeah. And so you want to be authentic. You want to be original. You don't want to be related to, uh, hey, I, I kind of saw that, you know, this is almost the same as company XYZ. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that's and then and especially the professionals, you know, in business. The stuff that I learned is that there's unspoken business code of ethics. There is a very big. There's a, it's unspoken. People don't talk about it all the time, but these are the stuff that I learned that there's code of ethics when it comes to business. And oh, yeah. anyone who have been dealing with business professionals for a long time and, you know, the big business world out there. They know this stuff. So you don't oh, want to, yeah. you don't want to start your business with a negative, you know, connotation or negative vibe about it. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I a hundred percent agree. So I, I, yeah, uh, I cannot agree with you more on that one. So uh, I think you did something right. Yes. And, and how's the business just to, you know, how's the it, business? It, Are you busy? I'm, I'm always busy. I've been, I've been trying to focus on making sure my time is as valuable as I can make it. Um, but you know, we, we have such a niche business that I'm always sought after. Mm -hmm. I'm always, um, I, I have a very good business. I forget how blessed of a business I truly have. Mm -hmm. You know, I, like I'm, I'm able to, I'm able to be in the class with like you and your husband where I can go to Zion. You know, I'm, I'm that business owner that I'm able to do that. I'm able to, have Michelle go traveling with the kids all the time. Like I get to do really cool things, but I work very, very hard at what I do um, to do it. But uh, business is very good. That's good. Um, That's good. It is, it is a weird, it, it's almost, I don't want to say too good because it's not too good, but business is very, very good. And I'm very blessed with the people that I'm around, the people that I work with, the people I network with. Um, you know, even this this conversation, Mary, I'm very blessed to be able to do this with you. So thank you 
from oh, the bottom you, of my heart for reaching out today. Oh, you're welcome. Just, so uh, um, we're going to do another podcast regarding that other stuff that, you know, you want to yeah. talk to me about. So we're going to do that. I would, I would love to, to ask you some questions and let you be the. the uh, you're going to interview me? Bring yeah. it. Bring it. There you go. Because, <laughs> you know, you, you kind of have this unique spot where you're kind of the. I, I don't want to say like the mom and dad of the industry, but you're kind of the mom and the dad of the industry. Oh, thank um, you. Thank you. You know, you really, you know, I don't know how many guys I've heard that say we got into this because of, of your husband or we got into this because of his videos. And I think there's a lot of value that would be, you know, from, from coming from you from being the other half of that, you know, because yeah. there's, there's all the stuff that's behind the scenes. Exactly. There's, you know, it's not just what you see on the surface. It's what's behind the scenes. Here's the thing, uh, James. Um, life is about who you make a positive difference in this world, right? It's not about, I mean, right. I've talked about it on my you know, previous episode. It's not about the materialistic things that you gain. It's not about the money that you gain. Because when, when we're like dead, we can't bring those with us. But the lasting right. impression or the positive impact you do on people that's what people are going to talk about. Right? Yeah, and that's 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 what I want to be remembered for. Exactly. I want to be remembered for creating positive, valuable moments in people's lives. Exactly. So this is a good podcast. So that's what I'm saying. We can talk forever. You know what I mean? You're in my level of uh, intellectual. <laughs> oh, I love so, it. Oh, you too, Mary. So, so I appreciate you coming on and... Um, yeah. And by the way, folks, yes, Dent Trainer, we do websites. So um, John and Mike does it, you know. So anyone who wants to have a website out there, you know, check out James' website. Give the information, yes. James. Uh, it's uh, www.dentninja.net. There you um, go. There you go. Yeah, and it's easy and convenient. It's, it's a lot easier than it. It, it's easy. It makes running a business easy. That aspect of it. Yep. It's, so. Okay. All right. Well, I will let you go, Mary. But thank you again. And uh, yeah, let's do another podcast or bring me on another. Yeah, let's do it with you. So write your questions, okay? You got it, dear. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you. Uh, okay, folks. That's it. It's a wrap. I will see you guys in two weeks and we're going to be talking more about good stuff in the next two weeks. Thank you.